for our time together today, I actually want to focus on Micah 4. And when the Lord gave me this particular scripture to expound upon, I was I was a little put off, honestly. But the Lord does everything for a reason. So again, today's meditation will be coming from Micah, or the book of Micah, a minor prophet of the Old Testament, chapter 4. Welcome to the Fill the Well podcast. I am your host, Apostle Jennifer P. Harris, based out of St. Louis, Missouri. I thank you for spending time with me as we go through God's word, as we are reminded that new wine cannot go in old wineskins, and that we remember that sometimes along this journey, through this thing called faith, we need to stop and be replenished. And God's word, again, is the best fountain to be filled by. So I welcome you with the love of Jesus Christ through the grace of our Father as we begin this week once more and again to fill our wells. The book of Micah has always been fascinating to me. Not because of its poetry or Micah's steadfastness in the face of everything that was opposing him and the constant hard-headedness of the children of Israel. It is his willingness to completely do what God asked him and asked of him, which is no different than what a God is asking of us. And yet in chapter four, we see near the end of, near the end of the chapter that Micah admonishes the children of Israel, his people, right? That what's happening is not out of God's control. That the breaking that they are experiencing is for their good. And then when I began to really look at that and really study it, you would think that Micah has lost all of his mind. Because remember, the, the children of Israel constantly found, constantly found themselves in idolatry, constantly found themselves in, in captivity. Everything that God told them not to do, they made mission to do. They made mission and practice to do. Now that's a whole other, that's a whole other sermon, mission, mission and practice. So they were dedicated to this. And the thing I believe that stops most believers from really examining the text in the Old Testament is that we think that it doesn't apply to us. That we think that us on this side of grace, as the old Baptist would say, us on this side of grace, we don't need to know what was under the law. We don't, we don't need to know that because the law is no longer applicable to us. And yes, that's true. And yet we need the Old Testament because we have to see where God was and see where he is going. 
we can't just dismiss half of the sacred text because, quote unquote, we think it doesn't apply. And yet in the message version, at the end of Micah, Micah 4, he said, again, from the message, ver the message version, starting at verse 11, but for right now, they're ganged up against you. Many godless people saying, kick her, kick her when she's down, violate her. We want to see Zion grovel in the dirt. These blasphemers have no idea what God is thinking and doing in this. Watch that. These blasphemers have no idea what God is thinking and doing in this. They don't know that this is the making of God's people, that they are wheat being threshed, gold being refined. On your feet, daughter Zion, be, th be threshed of chaff, be refined of dross. I'm making, this is the part that made me shout. I'm making, I'm remaking you into a people invincible, into ju God's juggernaut to crush the godless peoples. You'll, you'll bring their plunder as holy offerings to God. Their wealth to the their wealth to the master of the earth. The one thing that I need to emphasize to you all again in our time together today is there if this if the cadence, right? If the cadence of this scripture seems familiar, we only need to look at we only need to look at the New Testament. We only need to look at Paul in Paul's writings. Paul reminds us that nothing we go through is wasted all things work together for the good of those who love the lord and are called according to his purpose what we see in micah is even with all his rebuke right with all of his telling the children children of israel to stop doing what they were doing and the most often quoted scripture from micah is micah 6 and 8 and i believe it's in the it's in the King James or NIV translation that says that to what God requires, again, rough paraphrasing, because I don't have the text in front of me, is do justice, love mercy, and to walk humbly with your God. What I need you all to understand in this time of abject upheaval, where everything feels as if it is coming unglued and more unglued every day, this is for your making. And I know that it sounds crazy. It feels crazy. It looks crazy. And people will call you crazy. But all these things that we are facing as the body are to make us. That this level of discomfort, right? This level of discomfort is to push us towards God. That there is nothing we are facing now that God cannot handle. And we must get to a place in ourselves that says, I need God for this. I need God for this. Micah and the other prophets didn't have social media. They didn't have, they didn't have prayer groups. They didn't, they didn't have a, pa a, pa a pastoral line to uh, call and leave messages for. They didn't have email, they didn't have text message, they didn't have any of that. What they had was their community and God. They had their they had their they had their priests, they had their priests, they had those that work in the temple, they had their community, and they had God. Could it be possible 
that with all you may be facing just today, not even the world outside your window, just what you are facing personally, spiritually today, could this possibly be for your making? Could this be so God now has your attention that there's no way that you can out hustle God. You can't pimp God. There's nothing that you can give God outside of obedience that he really, that he really need or require. And even obedience is free will. You have to understand. And as hard as it can be, I heard uh, Pastor Michael Todd said this one time. He said that obeying God is simple and it's difficult. God will literally tell you to stop doing something. He expects you to stop doing whatever that is or start doing more of whatever it is. That's a simple instruction. Depending on what you caught up in, caught up on, or who you, or who you caught up in, that is hard. That's hard. Because it's going to require some level of sacrifice. It's going to require some level of seeking God. It's going to require your dependence on him. And again, in this in the westernized society by which we are in, we don't like to depend on anybody. We don't like to be, we don't like have anybody telling us what to do. We don't like anybody telling us that that we're wrong. We don't like anybody telling us that we could possibly do something better. But we yet and still want all the benefits of everything without giving up anything. And you literally cannot have that. You literally cannot have that. And what I love here in the text that I just read in Michael 4 is where, again, the message translation says that he is making you a people invincible. Invincible. Now, again, I'm old enough to remember um, ancient Nintendo, feels like. I'm old enough to remember when playing Mario was see even using the vernacular right that goes along with my age group but i remember playing super mario brothers i remember playing mario well as as the younger as we as the millennium gen x generation would call it mario and there would be so many enemies sometimes that surround you and you have these question boxes and you had to hit these question boxes and sometimes there would be coins that would help you get uh if you got a hundred you would get an extra life or sometimes it'd be a mushroom that'll help you get an extra life. And sometimes it will be a star. And the star made you invincible, which means nothing could touch you for like 10, 15 seconds. So you had, you had to knock out as much as you could to get to the next, to, to get further in the level as long as you were invincible. But check this out. You had to still fight the enemies to even get to the star. You still had to negotiate the entire level to get to the star. And then the star, the, the, the most dastardly thing is the star, once you hit the question box, would bounce everywhere. So then you would have to still negotiate the enemies to get to the star. You still had to get through what you were in to get the help you needed. Could it be possible? That what you were in, what you what you're facing, what you've even decreed over yourself, 
Could this be something that God is using to make you invincible? To use you and equip you for what it is he has for you to do. We know the word of God says to not despise the days of small beginnings. Nothing in God is microwave. Nothing. We know that he does things so excellent that, that we can call it suddenly. And there is definitely suddenly miracles throughout the entire text. And yet there are certain things that take time. And because they take time, they take patience. And because it takes patience, you will have to let patience have her perfect, perfect work, as James says. So let so let her have let patience have her perfect work. Become invincible. You're not in this thing by yourself. If you have not accepted Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, I would like to give you that invitation now. You can do it wherever you are, no matter what time of day. God is always listening and always anxious to hear from his children. Repeat this simple prayer. Lord Jesus, I repent of my sins. Come into my life and make me new. I believe that you came, you died, and you rose and are coming again. I accept you as Lord of my life. Teach me how to follow you, listen to you, and love you. In Jesus' name, amen. If you prayed that simple prayer, I believe you got born again and welcome to the family of Christ. Get into a good Bible-based church. Find a version of the Bible by which you are most comfortable reading and begin with the book of John or the book of Luke as they are the easiest, they are the most easiest to read. I look forward to seeing you this time again. God bless you. With this ends season four of Fill the Well Ministries podcast. I will be back formally in January of 2024. There will be bonus episodes as God leads. There will still be intercessory prayer. And remember to follow all information in the show notes. God is doing a new thing and I'm grateful to be a part of it. God bless you. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays and happy new year. Thank you so much for listening to Fill the Well podcast this week. I hope that you were encouraged. I hope that you were strengthened. 
I hope that you are reminded that God is still able and able to do all things. I look forward to speaking to you all next week. If you would be so inclined to sow a seed into this ministry, you may do so via PayPal. The PayPal is ApostleJBHarris at gmail.com. Again, that is A-P-O-S-T-L-E. J as in Jack, B as in boy, H as in hot, A-R-R-I-S at gmail.com. Until next week, may your prayers be fruitful. May God ever smile on you and may your well stay full.